Hello, Cubs fans, and welcome to a brand new edition of Cubs on Tap. I am Ron Luce. I am joined by me, myself, and I on this one. Unfortunately, uh, Mr. Nick Hudson was supposed to be my co-host this evening, um, but he had some things come up that we knew about, and uh, unfortunately that got in the way of tonight's ball game. But nonetheless, we are here uh, to discuss the Cubs' 3-1 to loss at the hands of the Philadelphia Phillies. The Phillies come in, sweep the Cubs. In three games at Wrigley coming off of that series in London. That also makes it four straight losses dating back again to that London series. Now, for the Cubbies, uh, before we get into this thing, I want to remind you, if you're watching along with us on Twitter, first off, we appreciate the hell out of you. Second off, though, if you want to get in the conversation here with us in the comments, head over to YouTube, subscribe to the ONTAP Sportsnet YouTube page, hit that little bell ringer button so you know when we go live, and you can always join conversation with us here at Cubs on Tap, uh, Four Feathers Podcast, Bulls on Tap, Bears on Tap, you name it. Join us there. Also, you can do the same if you like us over on Facebook at ONTAP Sportsnet. So let's get into it, shall we? Uh, the, tonight's episode is named Philly Cheesesteak Sluggishness. Why, A, I want a Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich, and B, that's just what the bats have looked like most of this series. They still managed to 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 muscle out five runs uh, last night, where you heard from Joey and Juice following that game. But just this Cubs team just looks sluggish following that London series, and a little bit of a soapbox for me. I know Juice and I touched on it a bit on Tuesday's show, which feels like an eon ago already at this point. The fact that the Cubs and even the Cardinals, frankly get one day off after two international flights in like four days. That's nuts. That's terrible schedule planning from Robert, Robert Manfred. Stupid ass. Anyway, I'm just, I'm angry. This Cubs team looks clearly affected by the travel. They, they just did not show up most of the week. Tyone got beat up on Tuesday uh, yesterday, Smiley gets beat up, which is very unlike Smiley, especially at home. And then today, though, Kyle Hendricks looked really, really good. And I think that's a great place for us to start because there was some positive despite the Cubs still losing this game. And that was Kyle Hendricks. Once again, just an absolute masterclass from the professor on Thursday night here. Seven innings, six hits, just the three earned runs, did not walk a soul and struck out four. And look. Yes, he gets the loss again, further showing why, you know, pitchers gaining the losses and wins and that being a determining factor for if you're good or not, it's stupid because Kyle Hendricks was sensational tonight, got in a little bit of trouble early in the game. Obviously, Kyle Schwarber takes him deep on the first pitch of the game an absolute just piss missile off the bat of Schwarber. Turner follows that up with a double and everybody's probably was looking around going, oh, shit, here we go again. Nope. Instead, he works out of a jam. Great escape there from Kyle. Unfortunately, the the Phillies get some runs there um, from Bryce Harper on that two run single. But that was all the offense this team that team could muster against the Cubs. They really weren't threatening a terrible amount the rest of the game. And even when they did, Hendricks was able to work out of the jam. I think that's what makes tonight's loss frustrating is because Kyle Hendricks pitched so well, and he he ultimately deserved, in my opinion, to to earn a win. Truthfully. You know, Juice is, has sat here and talked about it. We've we talked about it when Kyle Hendricks was returning all offseason. We said if Kyle Hendricks comes out as your fifth starter whenever he returned at the time that we had those discussions, and and he can give you five to six innings a night with 
maybe four earned runs allowed at most on any given night and gives your ball club a chance to win. That's all you can ask for. He's been that and better, especially recently. Tonight was what they said his last three starts. He had a 140 ERA. So tonight that number obviously inflates it a little bit. He's still under a three ERA since returning from the IL. He has been absolutely sensational for the Cubs. He looks like the old the old Kyle Hendricks. You know, he's not walking guys. He's, he's you know, getting some strikeouts. But again, his strikeout numbers are, are pretty on par with what we have would expect at this point in his career. He has been so good. For him to come out tonight and save the bullpen and give them seven innings the way he did and really ultimately kept the Cubs in this game, even with the anemic run scoring of this offense tonight, just goes to show, again, how good Kyle Hendricks was tonight, but just how good he has been overall so far this season. Again, truthfully, if Smiley bounces back in his next start, we continue to see the the NL Cy Young level performances that we have all season from guys like Justin Steele and Marcus Stroman. If Tyone can figure it out just a little bit, even like Juice and I talked about on Tuesday's show, and if you don't recall our conversation, you can always listen to that again either on YouTube and you can see our beautiful faces or you can catch that over in podcast form. But if he even gives you just enough as your, I guess, frankly, fifth starter at this point in Tyone, this team can be really deadly from a starting pitching standpoint. The bullpen's starting to take shape. We're starting to understand who the high leverage guys are and who aren't. It's just the the, the offense is what could ultimately cripple this team from really having a legitimate shot at the NL Central. The NL Central sucks. The division's terrible. The only division in baseball that's worse is the other Central on the other side of the league in the AL. But that's it. This, this division is not good. And this, truthfully, this latest skid really has killed the Cubs because they were, what, three games out from the Reds, who were just the most red-hot team on the face of the earth for a week and a half, almost two weeks. But now you've got the Brewers and Reds tied at the top of the division right now. They're both 43 and 38. Pittsburgh has gained a half game now on the Cubs. They're four and a half back at first. But the Cubs are still only five games back for, like, even with this four-game losing streak, they are still only five games back in this division. The division's still up for grabs. And again, why am I going, Ron, why are you going off on your soapbox and telling us that the division's up for grabs? I'm telling you that because Kyle Hendricks pitching the way he did tonight, A, gives me faith that this Cubs team clearly can do what it takes to win ball games. The offense needs to come through. And again, this goes back to my, my first point of the show. Uh, this team is truly affected right now by this terrible scheduling following the, that London series. And unfortunately, they're just going to have to figure it out fast because there is no rest in sight really until you get to pretty much the all-star break here. I mean, they they really are playing until the all-star break. You've got the three coming up with the Guardians, which we're going to talk about a little bit later here in the show. You've got four up in Milwaukee then with the, the shitbag Brewers. And then you've got three out in the Bronx with the Bronx Bombers and the New York Yankees. And then you're at the All-Star break. And then you get four days off. And hopefully by then they'll have readjusted. But, man, this is a this would be a really bad stretch right now for this Cubs team to lose. You know, the next 10 games coming up, you lose seven of them or you lose six of them. That, that could be really bad. Five and five, I think, is tolerable. But you really want to see this Cubs team kind of get their shit together. And, and and again, it's it's kind of fair to say, well, you know, they're, they're really affected by some bad scheduling by the MLB. Having 13 straight games 
after one off day flying back from London. It's not like this team played in Toronto. They get an, a full off day coming back from fucking Canada. Toronto's an hour and a half flight from Chicago. I can get to Toronto in the same amount of time I get to fucking Atlanta, Georgia. You're going to sit here and tell me that they get the same amount of time off after flying coming. It's even worse. At least when you go, you got the jet stream behind you. The flight's usually an hour to an hour and a half less. Eight, seven and a half hours, give or take. It's like a nine-hour flight coming back from London. And they got one off day before having to play a fucking game. And then they played in smog because, again, referring back to Canada again, because of all the wildfires. What an absolute shit show of a week. And again, a little bit of just overall frustration of the week coming out here. But really just it, it comes to kind of the, the tip and kind of is ready to explode in, in my brain because Kyle Hendricks pitched so good tonight. Like if Kyle Hendricks does that the rest of the season, the Cubs are in fantastic shape. Fantastic shape with your starting rotation. You have four guys. Again, Drew Smiley blip on the radar yesterday. Four guys in this rotation that are consistently going to give you a good start and an opportunity to win every single night they're on the mound. The one guy that's got to get his shit together is Jameson Tyone. And if Tyone, even if he starts going five, but at least keeps the earned runs down, then this team's got all the recipe in terms of pitching to do what they need to do in order to catch the, the teams atop the NL Central right now. But the bats. Let's transition to the bats here because, again, shout out Kyle Hendricks. Wow, what a, what a game. Honestly, I... As soon as the Phillies went up in this one, my body language at home was just, oh, shit, here we go. I stayed and watched because of how well Kyle Hendricks was pitching. I looked up, I remember, at one point, and I was like, wow, he's only throwing 63 pitches? And it was the fifth inning, I think. I was like, damn, he has really settled in. He's been good. God love you, Kyle Hendricks. I I appreciate you because you were one of the few reasons worth watching this game tonight. And here's what's most frustrating because – the Cubs still had the same number of hits as the Phillies in tonight's game. Both teams had seven hits and the Phillies committed two errors. So you would hope that the Cubs offense could take advantage of said errors. They also had multiple extra base hits. <laughs> like this team had tons of extra base hits. It's not like every single, you know, base knock of those seven was a single tonight and they were spread out over the course of nine innings and you don't get anything going. Nico Horner had a double in this one. Christopher Morrell had a double. Jared Young had the triple that drove in uh, Cody Bellinger earlier in the game. And yet this team just could not hit with runners in scoring position. One for 10 with runners in scoring position tonight. That's not going to get it done. And I get it. I get it. They're readjusting. But you mustered five yesterday. As an offense, they mustered five, five runs yesterday. If you could have gotten four today, again, that was all it would have taken. It's just, it's it's so frustrating. But one thing we can say offensively, positively about them tonight, the lineup, it's a good-looking lineup. I like that lineup. I like that lineup a lot. Talkman had a rough night, though, 0 for 5 with three Ks. But Nico Horner was 2 for 4. Or pardon me, Christopher Morell was 2 for 3. You know, Hap had a rough night, so did Swanson. They were both 0 for 4. But, you know, Cody Bellinger had an, a nice night, had the one hit, also walked, was on base plenty. Amaya had a base knock. Young had the big triple. There, there, was, there was opportunities for this Cubs team to score. Because of, again, men in scoring position. It wasn't even, again, it's not like, oh, it's a single with two outs in the fourth and then the next guy just flies out and it is what it is. There's no threat there. 
extra base hits, guys in scoring position, and this team just pissing down their leg, not being able to get it done. You know, Dansby Swanson, unfortunately, hate to call him out. Guy's been really good all season long. But that is a perfect example where you have two runners on in scoring position. You got to come in in the clutch there and deliver. And right now, Dansby is not delivering. He's not delivering. 764 OPS right now for Dansby Swanson. And it's kind of come down. He's been a little cold. It is what it is. But you'd love, again, that one base hit potentially changes the outcome of the game. They had the opportunities. You had runners in scoring position. One for 10. One for 10. That's the number that sticks in my brain with this Cubs offense tonight. It wasn't for lack of having guys in scoring position. They were getting the extra base hits. They were moving guys around. Guys were walking. Guys were going first to third. They just could not, for the life of them, drive the runs in. And hopefully that changes in the upcoming Cleveland series, because if it doesn't, they're not going to be in good shape. But you would hope it changes then. Uh, quickly to the comments here, our boy, Mr. Scott Crawford, as always, joining us. He says, Magical is slapping the ball over the field. Any bunts, WTF. You know, and maybe that's something that we can go back to and, and have that discussion that we've had before with, you know, how much of that's coming from Ross. And, you know, is he is he asking for weird shit and weird scenarios? Maybe part of that was just because this team couldn't drive guys in that they're just trying to do something different. I have no idea. It, it was puzzling. I agree with you, Scott. It just again, it just this Cubs offense feels anemic right now, at least from scoring runs. Again, they're getting base hits. It's have a base hits tonight. Same amount as the Phillies, but there's no slug. And, but you know, in tonight's case, you get extra base hits and then you can't drive runners in when they're in scoring position. It, it, it's, it really sucks. You know, what doesn't suck though, has been Jared Young. I have jo- genuinely enjoyed Jared Young at the big league level. And I know Scott's going to appreciate this. All of those that are in Iowa that listen to us, that listen to our friends over at Dingers are probably appreciating seeing him in, in, in the big leagues as well. He's been good. He's been really good. And I'll tell you what, his positional versatility is something this Cubs roster desperately needs right now. We got to see Belly back out in center field tonight. Talkman took over right, especially with Suzuki dealing with, you know, some some injury again. He's been if the guy could just please be healthy for the love of it, just for a little while this season. So it's nice to see knowing that okay, Mervis is still getting those everyday at bats down in Iowa, right? He's he's getting that progression that he needs because he's only really played two and a half seasons, not even probably two full seasons now of minor league ball. Jared Young's been around the block for a little bit and it's good to see him get this opportunity, but he's got some of that, that versatility, right? He can, he can play a little bit of third. He's done it before. I think he's played a little bit of second down in Iowa. He's played a lot of first, which is where we saw him tonight, which is great because again, there's a competent first baseman, not named Trey Mancini playing first base. He brings a nice dimension to this team and, and a bat that's providing a lot of pop. He had the triple tonight. He had the home run uh, yesterday. He's looked really good, and he's he's just taking what he's done down in AAA Iowa. He's been hitting over 300. He's been slugging, I think, over 600. He's been really, really good. His on-base is over 400 and carrying that to the major league level. A guy that needs to be in the lineup every single night right now. Not Trey Mancini, you know, not – I mean, I, I know you're you're kind of stuck with guys like Madrigal and, and some of the other guys. Young needs to be in the lineup every single night, whether it's as a DH or whether it's as a first baseman. He needs to be in the lineup. And don't don't put Trey Mancini at first base because you want to DH Young and 
and you want to give you know Bellinger or somebody else the night off. No, 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 no. If anything, Mancini's a DH if he is in the lineup. And let young let young play first. If Belly's healthy enough to play center field, especially right now with Seiya dealing with some issues, let Talkman play right, let Belly play center, and, and let young man first base. He's looked really good. He's been a very nice surprise. And I again I've enjoyed watching him. It, it was fun to see him knock that ball, you know, into the gap for or into the right corner for the triple. Uh, it was fun seeing Belly run the bases. He looks healthy after how he's run the bases tonight. He looks healthy. Uh, probably the healthiest he's looked since he's come back, which has been great. Again, it's games like these that are really frustrating, I think, for Cubs fan. Just kind of going back to a little bit of what I said earlier. Incredibly frustrating because this team did a lot of the things that they could have done to get the W tonight, and it just didn't work. And they couldn't come in in the clutch when they needed to. They couldn't drive in runs with, again, men in scoring position. You're getting extra base hits from guys. You're getting on base. Men in scoring position, you got great pitching tonight. In totality, Merriweather and, and Leiter Jr. came in and, and looked really, really good as well. Just nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing there um, in terms of, of creating runs. It, it's a little frustrating. Nonetheless, Tyler, miss you, buddy. Hope you're doing well. Uh, it says, for the love of God, someone take Mancy's first baseman mitt from him and never give it back. Yeah, just put it in the Cubs Hall of Fame at this point. Uh, it'd really be interesting. Scott also says, honestly, the Cubs are too many 225 to 260 hitters with no power. They need to make some tough decisions and cut a few to see if the, the young guys can give you more power. I agree. I think that's why we're seeing a guy like Christopher Morel hit a lot more now in upper parts of the lineup, hitting that three spot, you know, trying to provide some of that pop in that opportunity. And it's been really nice to see that they are starting to give some of these young guys an opportunity. Again, I think giving Jared Young an opportunity, he's showing that he's got the pop, especially lefty pop, right? That's something that outside of Bellinger, the Cubs have not had much of this season. Would really, really love to see that in totality from him. And Dusty Fo says, can I join the show? Uh, unfortunately, I can't send anything out mid-show. Um, maybe another time, though. Appreciate the uh, the interest. But happy happy to know any thoughts that you have if you want to post them in the comments, uh, and we'll, we'll read them here on the show. Just really quick, I, I I have to put this game behind me so I can go to bed tonight and my just brain doesn't sit here and stir over this loss because this weekend series can really, really dictate a lot of things over the next 10 games. The Cubs did a lot of good things tonight. Like, it wasn't just a total wash despite the loss. They just need to put it all together. You got the good pitching, starters and relievers. You got the extra base hits. The Cubs were in scoring position. Again, one for 10 in scoring position. It's just driving those guys in. If that number gets better, this Cubs team will be just fine, and, and hopefully an adjustment is on the way as well in terms of the the the, uh, the time zone difference returning back to the States after coming back from London. So, again, Cubs lose three to run, three to one to the Phillies. Phillies have been a good baseball team lately too. So, again, you know, Cubs catch them at a, at a time when they're really hot. It sucks, but – don't have to see them anymore. The rain held off, so there's no makeup game involved, even though an off day might have been good for this Cubs team. Um, and we move forward. Three more at home. They don't have to leave Wrigley um, because starting tomorrow, it's the Cleveland Guardians coming to town just ahead of the 4th of July. Um, this one on Friday, June 30th is a beautiful 120 start from 
iconic Wrigley Field here in Chicago. Uh, again, the Guardians, they are technically, I believe, tied for first place in the division. Still below 500. Shows just what the AL Central is. This is a ball club that the Cubs can absolutely beat in this three-game series. For Friday, your starting pitching probables are Cal Quantrill for the visiting Guardians. The right-hander is 2-4 and four on the year with a 561 ERA. Uh, and as for the Cubbies, it is the man of steel, friend of the program, Mr. Justin Steele. Uh, lefty is 8-2 and two on the year with a 262 ERA on the season. Um, you won't hear from us again until Sunday. So just quickly taking you through the probables for Saturday's game and Sunday's game. Um, that Saturday Guardians game, if you are going to it, mind you, it is a 6.15 local time start in Chicago. Uh, that's because it is Saturday night Fox Sports Baseball. Um, that will be Bibby and Stroman on the bump. Uh, and as mentioned again, Fox uh, Fox Baseball is where that one will be on. Um, 6.15 local time start here in the Chicagoland area. And then Sunday's game is back to a one twenty start. That one will be Savali versus Tyone. Um, hopefully Tyone can get it together and, and the Cubs can do some damage offensively in that one on Sunday, and then they will vamos north to Milwaukee for a four-game set beginning on Monday against the Brew Crew. What do the Cubs need to do on Friday? What do the Cubs need to do in this series? Hit with men in scoring position. They show tonight they can get them there. Hit with men in scoring position. And hopefully continue to get good pitching. You've got your top two dogs going in two of these three games in this series with Steele and Stroman on back-to-back days coming up. Hopefully Tyone does enough to keep the Cubs in the game on Sunday. Again, the Guardians are not an atrocious baseball team, but they're not a great baseball team. This is a team that the Cubs can match up with and the Cubs can beat, especially when you're at home at Wrigley. You have that advantage. You got some day games involved. Maybe that helps with them getting some rest. Obviously, quick turnaround from tonight to tomorrow, but then you have the long gap until Saturday night, and then again, quick turnaround. But then a day game in, in Milwaukee on Monday. I just this this team needs to hit with runners in scoring position. To me, that's the biggest thing. They're playing fine defense. The pitching has been has been good enough. You had two blips on the radar in this Philly series, but I think Smiley gets it back, and I, I think Tyone can be better. You saw it with Hendricks tonight. He was great. The bullpen was solid tonight. Just hit with runners in scoring position, and and they've got a chance to at least take two of three in the series, if not sweep the Guardians. Again, a team that is not atrocious, but they're not great either. Take care of business. Get the job done. You got two of your best three pitchers going in this series as well. Take advantage of that, truthfully. that That's that's what I'm seeing here with the Cubs uh, as a preview for this one. Fly the W player. I know we've, we've been very sporadic keeping up with that all season. But, you know, the guy that I'm, I'm going to take in this instance right now, I'm thinking about who, who can really inject some life into this team. I'm going to take Christopher Morrell. Uh, I, I think Morell is, again, he's that spark plug. He's got the power, as Scott mentioned earlier. They need some slugging. It's supposed to be hot as shit in Chicago. The air quality is getting better now that the, the storms moved through and, and have blown some of that smoke eastward. So hopefully they're not dealing with the crazy conditions that they did on, on Tuesday and Wednesday. Go out there, get the job done. Morell delivers some pop. Ball go far, team go far. And I think that could really uh, not only spark the rest of the lineup, but just inject a, a sense of life into this team that they desperately need as they readjust to being back in the United States following their two-game stint over in London. It is just, again, 
frustrating loss tonight, but we look ahead. Weekend baseball is here. Fourth of July is on the horizon. I know a lot of people probably go out of town this weekend. Um, obviously, people like to blow off fireworks because humans love explosions. Don't ask me why we do. Um, nonetheless, be safe, be healthy, take care of yourself this weekend. Don't blow a hand off or, or a foot off with a firework. Um, still have fun. We'll always condone having fun here at ONTAP Sportsnet and at Cubs on Tap. Hashtag crack them with your friends and family. But just again, be safe, be responsible, and and everybody come out on the other side with uh with a fully constructed body and and, and no limbs or uh or uh, digits missing uh, after a weekend of war zones and and also just remember those two that get triggered by stuff like that. Those that served, um, those that just you know have special needs in general. Again, not saying don't have fun, but just just keep people in mind as well um, over what's usually probably a very tough weekend for a lot of people, just as much as it is fun for a lot of people as well. Well, ladies and gentlemen, before I wrap up and get out of here, I want to remind everybody Cubs on Tap is one of two podcasts here for the ONTAP Sports Network covering the Chicago Cubs. Check out our friends over at Dingers. Uh, the Dingers podcast was live on Monday night right here on the ONTAP Sports Net YouTube channel. Again, make sure you subscribe. You hit that little bell button. You'll know when all of our shows go live. Uh, the boys do a great job every Monday night right around that 8 o'clock to 8.30 hour is when they go live. Um, be sure to follow them over on Twitter and Instagram at Dinger Cubs as well. Be sure to follow us as well at Cubbies on Tap on t- Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I am at Loose on Tap. Follow all the other boys as well at Juice on Tap, at Joey Knows Nothing, at TeddyFreddy270, at Nick underscore on tap, and at Bulls Guy Rob. A lot of uh, our latest Cubs articles have been prospect related. Uh, Rob's done a great job writing those up and, and making sure you are in the loop with the Cubs prospects around the farm. And you guys know the drill. Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, very busy day over the last two days with Blackhawks. If you've seen my name coming out from Ontario Sports and it's been usually Blackhawks related. Uh, the NHL draft was just over the last two days. Blackhawks had 11 total picks. They made a couple of trades as well outside of the draft. Busy, busy day. Um, NBA for the Bulls boys. NBA for agency opens tomorrow or if you're listening to this on podcast today on Friday uh, and then Saturday is NHL free agency busy weekend coming up for those two Chicago sports teams. And we're in the wall right now for the bears, um, but the bears boys will be back next week and we'll be re- recapping our little guest series that we had throughout the month of June. Um, and we'll just be, we'll be gearing up, getting ready for training camp. Cause I think everybody in Chicago is excited for football season. And yes, Cubs fans, you know, the drill uh, they won today. So send your friends to our friends um, over at Socks on Tap as the boys do a great job covering the South Siders. Once again, on tapsportsnet.com at on tap sportsnet on social media, the on tap sports network. Go ahead and check out what's on tap in Chicago sports. Cubs get swept by the Phillies. Time to put it behind them. Hit with runners in scoring position. Three against the Guardians coming up this weekend. Day game, night game, day game in order, respectively, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The Stroh Show and Steele are on the bump this weekend. Uh, not in that order. Steele taking them out on Friday. Stroh Saturday. Let's get a series win. And as always, fuck the Cardinals. And let's go Cubbies.